We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good Monday to you guys. Are you happy to have your world back in alignment in terms of days on the days. schedule <laughs> being actual days in real life? Yes, absolutely. I don't have to do any more conversions, right? That is very true. Makes it easier for me, Mickey. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and after last night, are you ready to chalk up another victory because Philly is done and we're going to smash them? Yeah, right. Um, well, you know, they were due, right? It's, it's, it is hard in this league to win four or five straight games. Uh, and at some point it just seems to catch up <clears throat> with everybody, right? I think Kansas city had six and, and then now we've seen what's happened to them. Uh, Philadelphia is very fortunate. They're not on a three game losing streak, by the way. If you look at how they won the previous two games uh, with the other team not converting passes uh, to win the game in the end zone, right? Uh, so, uh, yeah, they I, I, I thought they were due, and uh, San Francisco looked pretty darn good, right? Um, the, just the, the fact that uh, they were able to run the ball uh, the way they did against uh, what was supposed to be this great – Eagles defense uh, they put up 146 yards rushing two rushing touchdowns uh, I mean they brought it right to them so entertaining game to watch too huh yeah yeah it was I, I I don't understand how San Francisco can be so physical Mickey and get away and with get it get away with it yeah it doesn't make sense how and I don't, I'm not sit, sitting here saying that this is like all oh, the referees are paid off I'm just saying they they hit you hard and in the right spot to not be called for penalties and stuff. Or sometimes they do get called. Yeah, sometimes. And uh, yeah, I was I was kind of told that if these two teams have to meet up again, San Francisco and the Cowboys, it's going to be a Donnybrook because they got away with a lot of that physical stuff you're talking about, uh, and I think that um, the Cowboys uh, have got that in their memory bank. Now, I don't know if we need to go tell uh, the Cowboys security guy, Cable, to monitor that sideline, right? <laughs> hey, if he can get one of their players kicked out as a trade yeah, for him getting I'll kicked out, yeah. deal. Well, we'll give him a... A standing ovation the way Dom got. Yeah, yeah probably yeah. so. Probably so. And I'm sure uh, that fine, whatever that hefty fine is, because it does sound like there's going to be a big fine for for him and the Eagles. I don't know exactly. All what it takes be. is a big Italian guy from Philadelphia, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it could be anybody from Philadelphia. They'll start a fight with you. I was. I I I don't think I've laughed so hard in a while when I saw what took place. You know, and the weird thing is, is I, I know 
Greenlaw got ejected, and he got his hand up in the guy's face. But Big Dom kind of pushed him in the chest first, like he was trying to get him off uh, whichever player it was, right? Yep. And and that's what Greenlaw got, you know, pissed at. And, you know, probably so. He's looking going, what's this guy? He's not even in uniform, and he's pushing me around, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't look like he's a coach either. Doesn't have a headset on. Um, But, yeah, it was rather amusing. Are we going to find out about Shaq Leonard today? Uh, that's what uh, I hear. I mean, he was supposed to have made his decision on on Sunday, uh, and so probably we would hear something today. And, you know, judging from the Eagles giving up 146 yards rushing, they may think they need a linebacker uh, with a bigger financial investment than maybe the Cowboys do I don't know what you guys think but yeah their linebackers have been a, a big weakness for them well they have two of them missing yeah in and, that game well, so do we yeah <laughs> well I well Vander Esch right yeah but that counts as two he's okay. really good well yeah so it, yeah it'll be interesting to see um you know which team and 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 I don't I don't think it'll be a financial thing. I think it just depends on where he wants to go play uh, more than anything uh, since he's getting still paid by the Colts. Uh, so he's making money. Um, now, and, and, and I'm sure he'd, he just wants, a, what do we got, five games left, five-game deal, uh, and then be a free agent next year and, and shop his wares. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think both teams are in. I don't know that anybody else snuck in um, under the uh, under the covers, but uh, we'll see. I, I I like that phrasing that you just under used, the Mick. Under just the covers? Yeah. yeah. Well, somebody, uh, you never know Slip when somebody else that, you know, maybe didn't make a big visit to or something, and, and they, you know, gave him some sort of sweetheart deal where he said, okay, I'll go there. Um, but again, um, at, at this point in the season, you know, we'll see what one guy, uh, you know, can do to help out uh, a defense and how soon he can do it, by the way, because time's ticking right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. My, my whole thing is like, I, I love what Bell has done, but I do, I do really look at this, like you need a little more size in the middle. You need a little more, uh, a little more of a physical presence in there. Hopefully that can be, and they can rotate and. And be a good combination together. Well, what we forget, if they need that, then put Micah Parsons at linebacker. Yeah. Right? He's, but he's so good at getting to the – Is he? <laughs> he's, I mean, well, I, when, getting around he the gets there so many different ways, mm-hmm. right? And, and there's too many I, – I just think there's too many plays that he just gets taken out of because they either go the other way when he's at defensive end uh, or he gets double teamed and they, and they take him out. Uh, to me, when he's rushing like as a linebacker, it, it, boy, he, he's awfully good to be able to split double teams uh, when the center has to snap the ball and isn't looking right, and mm-hmm. he comes between the center and the guard. Um, I sort of like that approach, but uh, w- we'll see. Uh, if, if you ever have time, just go back and look at how many times he gets taken out of the play. Uh, and not, not uh, of his own – doing it's just that you know two three hundred pound guys and he's on the outside and they're going the other way 
it's hard to get there. Yeah, I, no, that's the, I first noticed that against Arizona this year. And, I mean, they did a pretty good job of that. And other teams, I think, picked up on that as, hey, we can uh, keep, you know, keep him from being as effective if we do a couple of these. Right, or other. just run right at him. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, he, he's got no space to kind of use his speed to get there. But, again, if, uh, you know, you want to take Seattle's attitude and just say, well, we can throw the ball faster if we don't block him and he won't get here in time, that would be good too, right? I mean, for not for them, but for <laughs> us. is I, Personally, I like the way the Cowboys were winning all of their home games by 20-plus points. I think it was really neat, and I was fine staying that course. However, Coach McCarthy said you need those nail-biter type games like you saw against Seattle. Are, are you inclined to believe that you need experience in close games for better or for worse to prepare you for the playoffs. I think it helps, but I don't think it's something that you want to, um, you know, cause, right? Well, let's get a close game here and see how we do. You know, I'm not sure that's what he meant. Um, and, and, and I think that, you know, if you can beat everybody by 20 points, then so be it, you know, keep, keep it up. Uh, but it does kind of, you know, show you how you have to grind at times uh, when you get behind. You know, it's not a recipe for success, but uh, it does help if you can overcome it or understand how to play under uh, that amount of pressure. You know, I think we've got, you know, this perception that, you know, 1992, the Cowboys beat everybody by 30 points. You know, go back and look at some of the scores. There were some that they had to grind away uh, to be able to win, and maybe you score late, and it looks like, well, they won by 10. Well, yeah, if you score a late touchdown, you were only up by three. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it helps, but I don't think you want to say, yeah, let's, let's pull back and just try to win these close ones, right? Because then I think if you, if, if you make a living winning close ones, then – at some point, it's going to catch up with you. And it may be not that year, but it may be the next year, right? You, oh, yeah, I'm good. I can win all these three-pointers. Well, at some point, they even out in this league, and that's kind of the way you go. So, um, But, you know, what we talked about after they lost to Philadelphia, you needed to win the next four, and they did. Yep. And chances are the Eagles would at least lose one, and they did. So here we go. Uh, you've got the chance to have them at home, get back on, on the rematch and beat them, and force a tie for the NFC East uh, with four games uh, to go after this Sunday. So now I have to pretend all week like this game is the same as all other games. Mm, Come on, they might, they might say that, but no, it's not just like all the other games. This one's really important to win that fifth straight. Thank you very much. Don't you much. think? Sir. Uh, I think that, yes. Yeah. But that's why I would make, for many other reasons, a terrible spokesperson for a sports team. I'll be like, <laughs> are you kidding me? That team sucks. And, like, we need to focus on the Eagles. So I'm excited for you this wanna, game. You, you like the San Francisco approach going into the game trash talking, right? Yes. Well, if my team is good enough, you you know on a game-to-game, year-to-year basis if you should be making any sort of statements <laughs> or not. Or you're like, you know what? I'm going to keep my Let's big fat mouth shut this season. Go forward. I, and I think that's probably the, the way to go. But, uh, yeah, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they 
how they recover from getting shellacked like that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We will uh, catch up with you again tomorrow. Good, sir. Thank you. Okay. Talk to you. There you go. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. My son doesn't like how tiebreakers work because when we were going home from Jared Sandler's event last night, he was like, okay, so if we beat the Eagles, we're tied with them, but we beat them last. So oh. I was like, that's not how it works. Yeah. And I'm like, even if you beat the Eagles, you're not tied. You are tied record-wise, but they have the advantage with the tiebreakers. So it would go like this. You're tied in the record, tied in head-to-head, tied in division. You would lose based on conference. That's the next tiebreaker because they would still only have two losses in conference as opposed to the three that the Cowboys would have. So, so win all the rest of the games. But the Eagles, after they play the Cowboys, have some really tough matchups. Oh, well. They got maybe, Seattle. Maybe Seattle. And they got Arizona, who's on a hot streak. Are they? Arizona's not as <laughs> bad as they were when they had Dabalina. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but they're still very beatable. And then they play the Giants twice. Well, I'm sure I'm sure DeVito will figure them out on the second run. Mm-hmm. Is First that, one might be a little tough, but is that what we're going with? Second run's the one where you really make up for things. Let's go. If the Cowboys win out though; they got a chance. Yes, a chance. I agree with that. Absolutely. We've go ahead and fire off cut number twenty-four because another team that has been struggling, especially this weekend, your Dallas Mavericks. A lot of young fellas getting some time tonight. Omax, this is his ninth game. Here's Wiley yes. right down. Now, that sounded really awesome, and I appreciate that. We'll get more into the bizarreness that was the Thunder game a little bit later. But If there was just a six-minute game, we would have won (laughs) (laughs) 30-0. Mavericks lost. That's a good point. But only at a specific point in the game, not the first six. The other part of the game, we lost by 42. (laughs) The the Mavericks (laughs) lose to the Thunder and Grizzlies over the weekend and they have been in quite the funk since starting out the season just unbelievably well yeah if you do look at eight and two start now 11 and eight so you haven't got to your next 10 but you are three and six Six, uh with one more game to play tomorrow they play no they play wednesday is that they play Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Because tomorrow's the big. I, hey, it's the quarterfinals of the Fart Knocker McGee tournament. So, should I go ahead and assume, based off of that statement, there's no chance you're going to be watching or have no. any interest in those games? Don't care at all. Okay. Tonight and tomorrow, they have like two games on, right? It's like, man, these are the big playoff games. But um, they have hit a funk here. Yep. And I, it doesn't mean that they're a three and six team. I don't think if they keep playing and we just keep looking at 10 game stretches, I. But I don't think they're eight and two either. And they're probably not three and six. And hopefully they win Wednesday and they get to four and six. And I don't think they're four and six. They're probably more of a six and four team. And and that's the thing. If they did win, they would be twelve and eight, which would put them in that six and four every ten games run. Which yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with that. But I it's early on in the season. We did brag about Grant Williams, and I know he's in a funk. He's not this bad. Yeah. But we're we're getting, why did Boston Celtics want nothing to do with Grant Williams? We're getting crap. This is why they wanted nothing to do with him. You know, this is why they wanted to really change their team around Tatum and Brown. And we've seen good Grant Williams yes. and why he can help you. And we've now seen for a while now bad Grant Williams and why the Celtics benched him in the playoffs and said, you're not playing a second in these games. We can't do it. So, uh, 
I like Grant Williams. I think he's a decent ad. He doesn't even cost much. If he ended up being a guy who averaged eight points and three rebounds, he doesn't kill you with his contract. Yeah. But we do need more from him, especially when Lucas sits out because he's a new father. When Kyrie sits out because of load management, uh, you know, you're hoping a guy like Grant Williams can step up. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Wanker of the Weekend. Who was the best at being the worst this past weekend? 877-881-1053. Also want to hear from the Twitch, from the YouTube. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Harley keeps it on his stick. Left circle. He shot. He scores. Glenn Denning and the other forward were trying to figure out who's going to take who. Chernak's late to get out on the shot. It's not a good goal. I mean. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, but it was a good goal, and there were plenty of them. And we will talk about not the stars necessarily, but their opposition as we kick off some wanker of the weekend. What's a wanker? Well, you know, that is a, uh, that's a man that likes to be alone with his thoughts. Wanker of the Weekend, 877-881-1053. If you want to hit up the truckwreck.com text line. Also want to hear from you on Twitch and YouTube. Who was the best at being the worst this weekend? And I would argue that the Tampa Bay Lightning were the best at being the worst as they lost to the Stars 8-1. to Yeah, that Plus, was Plus, I bad. just hate Tampa Bay. Well, it, that was good for us. Hold on, why do you hate? Because of the cup. Because they have the cup? Yeah. And we'll never get that one back. Yeah, I get that, man. Okay. That hurts. It does. But do you hate anything else in Tampa? Oh, uh, I have not given that part a lot of thought. Buccaneers. I mean, your your boy Mike Evans. Another, oh, that's true. Thousand yard season. That is like, true. Tampa is a pretty decent hey, place. Who made Mike Evans? Texas A and M. Tom Brady. Oh. <laughs> That's what? not even close. He that played is, with some of the worst quarterbacks, that is absurd, too. Absurd. <laughs> absurd. Absurd. Corey, let's just. I, I can't go. I can't no. do that, Mike. Let's team up on this Listen, one. Listen, I can't. No. I, this is one where I can't agree. Dang it. <laughs> Mike Evans is, was really good before Tom Brady But when got was he there. at his best? When Tom Brady got yeah. there. No, uh, you yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Had he ever won a Super Bowl until Tom Brady got yeah. there? Yeah. Had they ever even made the playoffs with Mike Evans? We're not talking about Tampa Bay and Mike Evans. I thought that's what we wanted We're to do. We're talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning, not the Tampa uh, Bay Bucks. Okay. I think Mike's Talk trying to go it. after Tampa Bay, the entire city, as yeah. wanker of the week. No, he's not. No, he's <laughs> not, Chris. You're newer <laughs> to this. He's going after me. I get that you think <laughs> it's about this one thing. It's not. It's not about that at all. So I appreciate your attempt. Chris, I like what you're doing there, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to help you out, Mike. <laughs> pick your side wisely, yeah, Chris. Yeah, if you pick our side, you'll say. be fine, Chris. Pick your Trust point. Got on it. That. You think so? Why do you think you're needed for this job? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because nobody wants to work with you, Kevin. You're not supposed to say it out loud. Those other guys are listening. That is probably a fair <laughs> point. Is fun to work with. He Wait. is great. <laughs> you guys are jerks. Quentin Johnston. TCU, man. What happened to him? What happened to him, indeed? It's just his first year. He's going to be just fine. I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure that Kellen Moore can figure it all out. Kellen Moore's a genius. I I listened to Bobby (laughs) Bell. They won yesterday again. (laughs) Yeah. Led by their offense. Six to nothing. Yeah. 
Was that you a got two field goals? Two field goals. <laughs> I got three safeties. I don't know. <laughs> Could have been. I, even red zone didn't want to play that game. Like they would be like, we're going to go to never mind. It's nothing's happened. Nothing's changed in new England so far. So yeah, I don't know the Quentin Johnston story here, Kevin, but all I'm saying is he had another brutal drop on Justin Herbert. You go back. What was it? Two weeks ago. Yeah. He had the catch that would have won the game and he dropped I, it. This one on the game that offense forgot. He had another wide open pass that was in his hands and he dropped it would have put him in position to score some more i saw this random thing on twitter and i'm gonna get it wrong but it was like by the cardinals it might have been the st louis cardinals i don't know they've been everywhere uh in the nfl history but teams that have that have held teams to 10 or less in three straight games and lost all three games the last time that happened was 1939 in the nfl and now it's happened to the new england patriots in 2023 Like, that's how almost impossible it is for your defense to only give up 10 points or less in three straight games and go 0-3 in those three games. So, that's the New England Patriots. I, I honestly don't know how you bring back Bill Belichick. I know how great of a coach he was. Look, I think they're at the Tom Landry point. Yeah. And I know it's happening quicker because he just won a championship. 19 was did they win in 19 am i have do i have my years right or 18 but whatever it was fairly recently in the last five and i know that years. it was 77 when tom landry last won the super bowl and then in 89 uh or 88 was his last year as the head coach but i don't know how you bring back bill belichick at this point man you agree with Bill Belichick, yeah, it, th- this is a really tough situation because he's the one that's in charge of the talent as much as he is what what happens on the field whenever you're calling the plays. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like all the great stuff that you did, we do have to move on at this point. But, Kevin, this Quentin Johnston drop is the worst thing I've ever seen. I, it's, it's like it, it has... And I hate to say this, but it does have very Patrick Creighton moment. Oh, no. Remember that? That ball went no, right I don't want to remember. Hands. I had tickets to the Super Bowl that year in Arizona. Oh, Brand- is that where you broke bad on the Cowboys? No, I still stuck with them a little <laughs> bit longer. But my, my buddy Brandon Webb, obviously playing for the Diamondbacks at that point, he's like, I have two tickets to the Super Bowl. I don't really have much interest in going. And if the Cowboys go, I'll give you the ticket so you can go. So I was going to go to the 07 Super Bowl. I guess it would have been, I don't know, however you want to call it, the 08 Super Bowl, right? Yes. Because uh, the, the Cowboys yeah. were the one seed and lost to the Giants um, in that. I guess, you know, we got the win, though. Wade Phillips got the bye win the week before. Remember that comment? Yes. But Quentin Johnston. I remember asking, why is he dropping so much in the mock drafts? And I was told by people that were following the draft, they're just like, he just struggles to get open. He's not as fast as you would want. He doesn't really have kind of quick twitch in and out of break situations. But nobody said he had bad hands. So that's really bad. If 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 the knock is at TCU, hey, the more we study this guy and the more you watch his kind of drills, he's slow, he's not quick. They didn't say, and he also has bad hands. Yeah. So now he's at the trifecta. So, that's not good. I think this is worse, though, if we're going down wanker of the weekend. Man, now people are bringing up really old Cowboys. Oh, the Jackie Smith? Yes. I, Man, that was a tough one. How did he drop that? It made the him, Hall of Fame, though, for it, it right? It hit him in every place that you should catch it. 
the chest, the hands, all the places. Horrible pass. I just, it was a dart right in between the numbers, Mike. That's what Roger Saubach said. He should have made a better pass. Well, Roger Saubach also say there are so many things that we could have done in the, earlier in that game that we we lost that game by losing He's the game. a great person because he'll never say, <laughs> oh, it was that person's fault. He's like, hey, we could have done better. And I appreciate that. Is The Cowboys have been 2-8 and eight at one point, And at one point, I think we had Roger Staubach on. He's like, I could see him winning the Super Bowl. They can make a run. And I'm like, they're 2-8, and eight, Roger. <laughs> Jamal Adams, I believe, might be the wanker of the weekend. Oh, really? He likes talking. He does. And sometimes his targets are really inappropriate. Is Connor Hughes... He's a reporter. He tweeted out a video of Jamal Adams from the game against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And he said, or not Thanksgiving, this past Thursday. My apologies. He posted it on X with the quote tweet, yikes. And it showed Jamal Adams giving up, obviously, a key touchdown late in the game. All right? Jamal Adams had an issue with that, which I get. That's one thing. His response was he took a screenshot with Adams and his wife, zoomed in on Adams' wife, and quote tweeted, yikes. What the hell did that lady do? And it's really weird because I've seen multiple people are like, well, you know what? If you start talking trash, there's consequences. I was like, but his wife didn't start talking trash. She's just living her life. If she posted that, I guess... I still don't probably think that's the way to go, but I guess I would at least sort of understand that. Why would you bash that lady who did nothing? She's pretty. Okay, well, even if she wasn't, though, that's a weird... Yikes about that. Yeah, but, okay, let's say she wasn't. Still, she did nothing wrong. She's not the person who posted that video up and been like, you're getting torched, bro. <laughs> that's uh, Unless, maybe she did. Maybe she... I don't know, man. I agree. Don't go after somebody's significant other in this situation, especially when you're a pro getting paid like that. Oh, come on, man. Back off. And I meant, I did mean the reporter don't get and burned. his wife. If I said Adams and Connor his wife, Hughes, my apologies. Yeah, yeah don't get burned, bro. The reporter and his wife. Don't get beat. Don't get destroyed. And you don't have to be yikesed. Yeah, or you know what? Even if that's the case, wouldn't you talk to the reporter? <laughs> Not the wife who did nothing. And then finally... Well, the last one I've got is I wanted to throw this out there. I like Bobby Belt, but is he one of the wankers of the weekend for losing his keys in the dirt at Globe Life Field? In the dirt? Yeah, didn't he say lost in the infield dirt? You I'm can't not, lose. It's I'm not, not like you can't like it, make holes in that. It's yeah. hard dirt. I'm not saying like they fell into the earth or anything. They might like, have, man. The cracks. No. It looked like there's an earthquake <laughs> there. Uh, they did have some cracks on the field, but you know it's off season. They drag that it sucker. Um, well, I think you need to water, water it, it a but little bit too. I guess you got to save money somehow. How? Well, they're obviously <laughs> not using water right now. Don't spin so. it on Shohei. That's how you save it. <laughs> That's happening too. Hold on. <laughs> so with the insinuation be they're saving on water to build up for Shohei, they're like, hey. Crank the thermostat yeah. up to 79. We need to save money on the power Winter bill. meetings. They're like, we, we haven't watered the field since November 1st. Uh, we did have enough, but they had the air conditioning on. Oh, yeah? Is that on Jared? How do you know that? It was nice in there. Yeah, because it's nice outside. That's true. It could be. It's probably just being inside. I do have a question, though, Mike. I walked around that outfield. Yeah. 
And I was like, this is not soft. Why oh would I God. ever dive on this outfield? Is it? Is that how it really feels all the time? Yeah, that's why guys do. Do you think it feels different uh, in a game? Yeah, guys uh, do like natural grass better for that reason. I didn't. I was. I was thinking to myself, maybe like they have some inflatable pad underneath. There's got to be something, or like they water that and make it softer. I don't know, but it felt like it's concrete underneath that turf. It is. You are correct. It is concrete, and if you water concrete, it doesn't get softer. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Breaking news. Do In we need mind, to hit the sounder. I, I think my knees hurt just from walking around last night on that field. And somebody brought up, as we talked about in Crosstalk, his wedding ring was attached to that, too. Yeah. Which I guess I don't totally understand that story either. So he lost his keys and his wedding ring. Are I figured you, he eventually found him. Didn't he go home? No. His he wife he was took, there. So. He took the key fob off and left it. So oh, with the with the valet. valet, yeah, we were valeters. Yeah, and so he lost his wedding ring and the rest of his keys in the dirt. So maybe somebody had to find them. Right? I would hope so. Is it you think it's in lost and found, or you think next year Corey Seager is going to go for a, a grounder and his, the keys are going to pop up and <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> to his glove? Can you imagine if they were dragging like when they get ready for? February and the college baseball tournament they have there, whatever, and they're like, "What are these keys doing on the infield?" <laughs> then you got to dig it all up, Kevin. It's a fair <laughs> replace the whole thing. Well, then we're definitely not going to have money for Shohei. We're oh, the KNC masterpiece, Bobby Bell. Right you and Kellen Moore, six points, who runs the perfect <laughs> offense. Oh, man, I'm surprised. I thought that was going to come it. up in crosstalk for sure. I brought it up to him yesterday. I was like, man, as I was driving in here today, the Chargers won 6-0. to zero. What do you have to say about Kellen Moore's offense? And not that I dislike Kellen Moore. I think he's a good coach. I just think Mike McCarthy's a good coach, too. I don't know what he has against Coach McCarthy and how good of a job he's doing this year. For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Would you stay through two weather delays for this NFL game? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. It goes in long motion left. It's Eli Mitchell now in, but it's an end around to Debo Samuel coming right. Turns the corner and goes into the end zone. <laughs> Touchdown! <laughs> San Francisco! What a play! Chris, I think like the best thing you could do right now is play the Rangers coming back, winning the World Series like right after that, and that would have been fine. But what are you doing calling for more San Francisco audio, Kevin? They're awesome. <laughs> number one fan, number one Niners fan over here secretly. No, you're a Steelers fan. You're just oh, upset yeah, that they Steelers lost. Fan, yeah. They only Kenny Pickett got concussed, and they had a weather delay in Pittsburgh. It's actually worse than that for Kenny Pickett oh. is – Let's talk about that as we go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip! Kenny Pickett had ankle surgery today. That's not on his head. That is true. And this is got concussed, but I guess he didn't. This is what Mike Tomlin said. From an injury standpoint, Kenny has a high ankle sprain. He had it surgically repaired this morning in an effort to accelerate the healing process, and they don't believe they're going to put him on injured reserve. So they think he's going to come back from high ankle sprain surgery? I guess so. That sounds weird to me, but am I wrong watching the highlights on NFL Network last night? I thought he walked off the field and walked down some stairs when he got hurt. Am I crazy? 
I mean, I think you can. It's just probably super painful. I think you could probably still do that with a high ankle. Yeah, like he right. was walking without anybody holding him. But yeah, I mean, you can walk. It's just, and I don't know. Did with he a, need the surgery? They said it. That's, I, that's another question I have. I don't have there. think he needed the surgery, but the doctor goes, "You don't need surgery. No, I don't care. Open yeah, but me to up. heal faster. To potentially heal faster because they're in the midst of trying to make the playoffs." And he's like, "Hey, if I can get back one week faster, two weeks faster, I, I don't know." He was like, "If Aaron Rodgers can do it, so can I." But I'm gonna need surgery on my forearm. Yeah, you might have to cut off your arm. I might have to cut off my arm because I gave blood. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I hope that's not the case. But also. Let's just move on. Is Kenny Pickett might play next? By the way, they're horrible. How are they seven and five? Because their coach is great. Horrible. Cowboys Seahawks was Prime Video's most watched game ever with fifteen point two six million viewers. It was the second most streamed NFL game ever. I have a question. Yes. Do I count? Because I watched on Channel Four. No, you do not. So I mean the. And the point here is, A, it's the most Amazon has ever had streamed. Yes. Not the most streamed in the world ever. And it's the most, their their numbers are short-lived two years now, right? That's the sample size we have or a year and a half. So those numbers haven't been that significant anyway yet. But that was a very big game. It was the best game that they've had all season, I think, if I go back and look at uh, most of their schedule. So this makes a lot of sense that it would happen. And it's the Cowboys in a time where Dak's getting a lot of talk. Everybody else wants to get their eyeballs on it. But, yeah, it is very specific to the streaming numbers for Amazon across the country. But it's cool. I mean, that's that's what the Cowboys do. They they bring in ratings. And you say that it's cool, and I get that, but, like, hopefully everyone's like, it's cooler that we won the game, right? Not, oh, yeah, absolutely. Not that we set a record. Listen. Oh, no. If you're If you're sitting in Jerry Jones' seat, you're taking every little win, right? And I'm not just talking about the ones on the field. That's why Jerry does say, hey, look, man, we we wanted, we want for our name to be mentioned all the time. Uh, if you're sitting down, what does he say? If you see an art magazine and you open that art magazine, Cowboys should be in there somewhere. Uh, so that's like, that's part of him. But I think getting a, getting back to being a prominent team in this league is the most important factor to them right now. Derrick Henry has been placed in the concussion protocol. We'll keep an eye out on that. Interesting things also. A huge game before that, too. And did you see the thing with Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, no, I didn't. He scored a touchdown. True, but. Plays for the three most worthless franchises in NFL <laughs> history. Thanks a lot to my card collection, DeAndre. Oh, who, are the, who are the other two? That you Texans, have? Cardinals, and Titans is his career. Yeah. Okay. When have they ever been relevant? Never. That first game when they beat the Titans whenever they lost to the Rams in the Super Bowl. That's true. Is Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins were having a quote unquote discussion on the sidelines where Will Levis looked heated and DeAndre Hopkins said something back to him, at which point he stopped, turned around, and clearly disagreed with his assessment of how the play went wrong. And I just thought that was something to keep an eye on on because if you're 
a fan of the Titans, maybe you're like, good for Will Levis for like standing up. Or maybe you're just like, hey, dude, you've done nothing in this league. Why don't you be quiet and listen to DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, I, I mean, the two of them need to the two of them need to to be able to work things out together because that's going to be what it is for the rest of the season. Did you see, Kevin, the the missed? Listen, extra I'm point? committed to this. I've done steroids. <laughs> that what he said. I don't know that to be the case. Uh, I'll look into that. The the missed uh, was an extra point or field goal because their punter was injured and that was their holder. And so, guess who had to go out there and hold for him? Ryan Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. Good you for him for being for a you, team Kevin? player. Just Let's like, call him oh, the ultimate twelfth man. <laughs> that makes sense. Because he's from A&M. Yes. And he really likes the Seahawks. That, I don't know about that part. Would you stay through not one, but two weather delays to watch the Cardinals and the Steelers? You were talking about that. Absolutely not. (laughs) Would you stay for that game, period? No, you couldn't pay me. You could. (laughs) How much? $1,000. $1,000 to go to an NFL game? Yeah. That game, yeah. I can give you three fifty. No, no, wait a second. Are you flying me up there and everything? Are you saying it's local Let, so I can let's just, just say you live there? It's, I live there. Three fifty. No, oh my, gosh. my wow. time is worth more than that. Wow. Just being honest. So you hit a thirty-minute delay because of heavy wind and rain. Wasn't it a six-hour? You'd have been oh, there for that was the first delay, and then the next delay was an hour, and so you had an hour and a half. Of delays in a game that Arizona won 24 to 10 and Kyler Murray said was a big win. And I have to stay for the whole game? Yes, that's right. No way. Corey, how much are you paying? Or how much? Maybe you will pay. Maybe you'd love to do that. I want to be, I want to go to that stadium at some point. I think that's cool. But for that weather situation, the weather, man, it's cold already in Pittsburgh. I'm going to go over to Permantes and get a sandwich. And then my day's done after the first rain delay. Okay. I, I come back so out. The first drain delay you're out. And they're like, hey, sorry, we ran one play and we're sending you back home now. I'm going to be like, all right, then I'm going to get a sandwich. Maybe the Patriots. They have good sandwiches in Pittsburgh. <laughs> they load them with French fries yeah, on Pimantes, them. That's the name of the, and the they, place. And uh, their lettuce has like, they put like kind of like an oil vinegar on their lettuce too that they put in sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And then they have quality meat. That's, okay. that's true. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you for that. I, I don't know if the Patriots Chargers thought there was going to be a weather delay. Did you see the pictures of the crowd when the game was about to start, when the flyover was going on and everything? It looked like there were 5,000 people in that stadium. Oh, no. Now, I don't know if some people time-lapsed their photos and they're like, oh, yeah, this is five minutes before the game. But really, it was like 45 minutes. But you can even see they're getting ready for the flyover. It does not look like there's that many people there. I'm going to have to go look at this one real quick. Do you quick. think that they knew ahead of time that this was going to be the game that offense forgot? Yeah, but I don't know how it gets any better for New England. Weather was nasty I, I just too. don't know. That's three weeks in a row now. And really, you just keep going. You can go back. I mean, it's it's all year. It's Mac Jones obviously isn't the answer. Bailey right. Zappy isn't the, it's Bailey Zappy. Yes. He's not the answer. Obviously, Bill Belichick has lost it. I, I hate to say it. It happens to everybody. It happens to Tom Landry. It happened to Vince Lombardi. It happens to everybody that the game moves into a progression where they're just not comfortable going in that direction. And I think at this point. Maybe they don't fire Bill Belichick. Maybe I'm wrong, and he has another run of five years with whoever. Caleb, honestly, they do have a chance to get Caleb yes. Williams. 
but I don't see it. I think the game, the offensive game, has passed up Bill Belichick and his staff that he trusts. You want to talk about something that's super positive or super negative? You can make fun of both of them. Oh, okay, uh, let's go negative first. All right. The New York Jets are considering <laughs> another change at quarterback. Is they had Aaron Rodgers for a hot second. Now it's looking more and more like maybe he won't actually come back and play. Then they went to Zach Wilson. That didn't work out. Then they went to Tim Boyle, and they lost to the Falcons 13-8 to in another game that was just awful. That was the Jets' fifth straight defeat. Now it could be Trevor Simeon time. Do you think this is the quarterback that will bring the Jets out of their losing streak? No. And did you know Trevor Simeon was still in the NFL? N- yes. Did he beat us when he was on the Broncos? Is he the? Am I crazy? I don't. I'll have to go check. I don't recall that. <sighs> he played against us at some point, <laughs> like 2016 or. I 17? can't remember. I just feel like there was a Trevor Simeon game. Like we lost a Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Am I right about we that? We lost 42 17. Oh, I thought, no. okay. I remember that's Ezekiel I'm, Elliott had eight yards that game. Trevor Simeon threw for four touchdowns in that game. I think he was the player of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now with this new information, do you believe that Trevor no. Simeon can get the quarterbacks back on track for the Jets? That was the whole time where Zeke was going to get suspended, and then Thursday he would go to court and not get suspended. It was a weird time in Cowboys history. Take that as a no. You he's also hor- do oh, not believe not in Trevor Simeon. No, I and th- I think they're just cursed. They expected they expected Aaron Rodgers was going to be it, you know. And the yep. rest of the team is quality. They just the way that they have to go through quarterbacks is is bad because it doesn't have any continuity with your team. Your offense looks out of sorts all the time because your receivers don't know if they're if they're doing the right thing versus what the quarterback's anticipation is. So yeah, no man, that's tough. Thus far this season. The Jets quarterbacks have combined for a robust total of seven touchdowns versus 11 interceptions. And they average less than six yards per attempt. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't feel like enough. They it should, if the Jets, not. if the Jets and Patriots have to play each other <laughs> the rest of this season, which they might, you just put the ball in the 25-yard line like college football and just see what happens. That's you know what's amazing? That's the last game of the season. Oh my god. <laughs> that could be. That could be another terrible just What would be amazing is if line. both teams just punted the whole game. They just punted They're like we're not taking the ball. We punt right back to you. First and 10, punt. First and 10, punt. First and 10, punt. <laughs> just back and forth. We refuse to play off the 25 yard line. Yeah. I'd punt it at all points. <laughs> You would even gamble on first down. Here's what you're hoping. You just punt every time and hope that they fumble either the catch or they fumble while they're returning the punt. That's your best chance to score because then, let's say, they fumble on the 25-yard line and it's first and 10. You're like, we're kicking the field goal right now. And for the positive, Mike Evans, his 10th straight 1,000-yard season – that is incredible. That's second all time behind only Jerry Rice for the most consecutive 1,000 yard season. Wow. That is impressive, man. Like Super Bowl champ. Uh, Yeah. And he's a Super because, Bowl champ because of his quarterback yep. in that Super Bowl. Tom Brady, baby. But he's not going to make the Hall of Fame, right? Haven't we had this conversation? You know what? I might change your mind. mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh, yes. I think that he's doing certain things that are going to get him in, and playing with Tom Brady helps. 
helped. Tom Brady's not playing anymore. True. Yeah, past unless, tense. Unless, unless what? He wants to come back. If he wanted to come back, how many teams do you think would want to go get him? Zero, man. The last <laughs> time he played in a yes. game last year, he ducked his head and said, here it is, Cowboys. I don't want to get hit anymore. The Patriots would take him, right? It's got to be at least one. I'll tell you what. He's better than Mac Jones and Zappy Manappy. <laughs> you just did. It's Bailey Zappy. Bailey's. Isn't that like a type of like. It's cream. Li- it's a yeah, cream it's a liqueur. cream for, for alcoholic drinks. Cream liqueur. I'll tell you what. That would be amazing. Rick Ankiel got drunk one what? game and pitched well. At this point, I would have Mac Jones and Baylor Z- Bailey Zappy just drink until they could barely stand up and go like, "Let's see if this makes you better." Just for one week. One, yeah, one week. Yeah. It, it, Rick Ankiel threw a complete game while he was drunk. Didn't work the next game. He's yeah. like, "This isn't helping my yips." Maybe it would help for one week. You're just like, "Hey, let's just let's just get drunk." <laughs> We're the KNC masterpiece, I guess, right here. Obviously aren't throwing it accurate when you can see straight. (laughs) On 105.3 The Fan, my God. Throw to the middle target. Coming up next, we will talk. Throw it. With Dallas Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones. God help us all right here on 105.3 The Fan.